going to New Heights. This is your one-stop shop for all things women's footy in the brown and gold. My name is Tim, and I'm joined by my co-host, Liam. How are you this evening, Liam? Uh, Tim, thrilled as always to be recording with you. Super pumped because the W at the time of recording is just five days away. It is Jasmine Fleming's number until we get to see the team running out at Kinetic Stadium in Frankston against the arch enemy in round number one. And Beck Goddard was out this morning, Liam, pumping up this weekend's game and speaking about helping to build, I guess, that sense of hatred against the uh, the old enemy, against the opposition. And it's that theatrical nature that we absolutely love. So hopefully we'll see a lot of brown and gold down there at Kinetic Stadium and, and making it a sellout and a, quite a hostile environment for our opponents. Absolutely. I'll be there. I'm traveling down from Canberra for the game, as I am for a lot of games. Um, yeah, not not a fan of the opposition, as it's quite well documented. Um, and super keen for the season. It's going to be a really good game. It's going to be an interesting one. They're, they're a strong side, but we'll talk about them after the game. But yeah, I really can't wait for the season to start. I'm getting as I'm. I know you are as well. We're getting really impatient. You've seen our socials. We've been running a countdown now for six and a half weeks or five and a half weeks. Um, I'm ready to stop making those graphics. Um, and I'm ready to start talking footy. Absolutely. Now, Liam, can I just say, calling the uh, the opponents on the weekend, the opposition is the nicest thing I think I've ever heard you say about them. So, I've got it on record now. Now, this episode that you're listening to, it's just a quick season preview of what we're looking forward to seeing and also what we're looking forward to bringing you in terms of our content. So for a very comprehensive look at the season, you can check out our season guide and the link will be available not only on our social media channels, but we'll also put it into the podcast notes for you as well so that you can jump on and see it. So I guess, Liam, in terms of us, our mission is that we're going to be looking at bringing two episodes per week. Yeah, so the one we can commit to 100% is that you will get both of us every week for a match review, which will hopefully be about 20 to 30 minutes. We're basically going to take a couple of points each and discuss some of yours as well. If you've got a name for that as a little series, by the way, let us know, because um, we're struggling for ideas here. Um, if, you can, yeah, if you've got some ideas for, the, for a name for that, let us know. And then the, what's probably a hope at this point, but we think we can, we need to iron some things out is one or both of us, depending on the week, will do something. So it might be me one week, Tim one week, together another. Uh, we'll hopefully bring you something else during the week as well. But you're definitely getting a match review and you're hopefully getting an extra pot as well. Absolutely, because we want to be able to engage Hawthorne AFLW fans with the Soaring to New Heights content as we get behind our team in their second season. Now, Liam, we'll still be continuing to do our best and fairest, and we'll be using a similar approach to what the coaches do in terms of the coaches' votes. So you'll have five votes for best player on ground all the way down to one vote for the fifth best player on ground, and we'll read those votes out for the first half of the season, and then we'll take a Brownlow approach where they'll go behind closed doors, and we'll reveal them at the end of the season on our award show. Yeah, that's... um. It's a nice way of getting the discussion out there, but also not giving away the best and fairest before the end of the season unless one player... Actually, it's not possible at that point. But yeah, I think that's the way... Probably the best way of doing it. But, you know, we love talking about Hawthorne AFLW. We'll find a way to talk about it no matter what we do. But um, the practice matches are done. I've covered them on our socials. I did an interview with Matea Breed at the match sim. I did my recaps, obviously, on the pod. So um, let's get down to the real stuff. 
So what do we know about the season so far, Liam? We know that there's 10 rounds, of which five of our games are against teams who played in the final series last year. We've got both grand finalists. And then because we've got five teams in the finals from last year, we've got five non-finals teams. And I think it's fair to say, Liam, that we've probably been given one of the most challenging draws in the competition. Uh, yeah, so for a full reaction, check out our fixture reaction show. But it ranks as the third hardest in the competition by the plus minus from opponents last year. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to watch. But Liam, I am very, very excited to see it because I think the best way for us to continue to develop and to grow is to take on the best teams. And I guess this season, what I'm looking forward to seeing, Liam, is that young the young players we have on our list continuing to develop. So last year, we saw a plethora of young stars coming through the side, whether it was Charlotte Baskerin, Jazz Fleming, Bridie Hipwell, Anya McDonough in her first season of AFLW. We had Big Mac. We had Emily Everest, Laura Elliott. You name it. We had it, and I'm really looking forward to seeing those players continuing to develop and hone their, their skills and their craft, and I think that's going to be something that we'll see because we've brought in Emily Bates. We've brought in the best of the best. Not only do we have the best coach, we've now got the best player in terms of women's footy there helping to develop these young players, and I'm really looking forward to seeing them stand up to be counted this season. And one other thing I'm really looking forward to seeing, Liam, is Tam Luke back on the ground. Because when we play against the opposition later on this week, and we'll know on uh, Thursday night as to which players have been selected, but if Tam Luke is selected uh, in the side, it will have been almost 365 days since her ACL injury. And I think that would be an absolutely tremendous thing to see because we know Tam is not only in our leadership group, and we know not only is she one of those players that gives huge amounts of advice to our younger players coming through, but also someone who uses her presence on the field to, uh, to help us to be able to get the the points and to get the chocolates and yeah, looking forward to seeing Tam hopefully back out there this year. Yeah. Um, we had Tam on the show, as you know, very chatty, very good, clearly a leader of the group, uh, terrific hands as a footballer, strong body, VFLW team of the year forward. I think she'll be deployed primarily as a forward. She has played a lot of the preseason in the ruck. So clearly there's no concerns with her knee, which is good. But I think I'm looking forward to seeing her back controlling the forward line and really helping out the likes of Bonnie McDonough and Bridie Hipwell by being an extra big body down there to help them out and show them the way a bit. Absolutely. And in terms of what I want to see, again, progression from the youngsters. I need not discuss that further. Uh, some better boys. We've talked about that a lot on the show, but you know, with good reason, the boys, and it should improve with the fact of full preseason. But it is something that we need to work on. I think that's no secret to anyone who watched us last year. Yeah, it's something that we need to improve. And then finally, I'd like to see us be a bit more consistent with how we hit the scoreboard. Yeah, we ranked 16th for points four last year. And we had four games of our 10 where we only kicked one goal. So let's hope that we're a bit more consistent in terms of hitting the scoreboard as well. Again, full preseason, probably should. Yeah, some nice recruits. Emily Bates, Greta Bodie, pretty good. Well, pretty good. I mean, all Australians. Um, But... Yeah, so that's probably the two things I'm really looking for is using the ball better and hitting the scoreboard more consistently and reliably, especially without Jess Duffin now. Yes, yes. So it's going to be interesting to see. Obviously, bringing in uh, Greta Bodie is going to help our forward line immensely and also the natural development of the likes of Bridie Hipwell and also uh, having Anya McDonough there is going to help. So, yeah, really looking forward to seeing that. 
Liam, we're going to look at uh, some predictions. Most improved, and I think every single person who listens to Soaring to New Heights knows exactly where you're going to go with this one. The lethal left boot of Bridget Deed. Yeah, I think it's going to um, be... I've been on this train since round eight last year. Yes, that is true. I think it's going to be obviously great to see Bridge getting some more time through that midfield, and we know that you have said you think she's going to be the most improved. I'm actually going to pick uh, Tamara Smith. I picked Tam Smith as my most improved Liam. We know Tam Smith last year was an absolute tackling machine. And I think this season, not only are we going to see her using her immense tackling skills, but I think she's going to get more of the pill herself this season. And I think she's going to become very Connor McDonald-like in her role, where we'll see her playing through the midfield, through the wing, and also off a half-forward flank and uh, terrorising the opponents. Yeah, she was superb at half-forward in the VFL in the game she played, so... Not a bad pick, actually, at all. Uh, what do you think our record's going to be, Timmy? I'm going five and five, Liam. Five wins, five losses. Now, I see your face just then when I say that, but I honestly, and I, I said this at the end of last season, and I've said it all pre-season, and I will say it all season, I honestly, honestly reckon we're going to see immense growth from the team, and I'm incredibly optimistic and bullish about the uh, the season ahead, so I think... Five and five will see us uh, this season. And once again, huge improvement in terms of last season, in terms of win losses. But you know, I'm thinking we're going to uh, 50-50. Yeah. Well, you're breathing. So, of course, you're optimistic. Um, I think we'll be three and seven. And that's not because we're going to stagnate or regress. I think we're actually going to improve massively. I just look at the draw. And that's my, I guess, negativity, if you want to call it that, is purely because of the draw. You know, you've got five finals teams. Freo, who could be one of the biggest, who I've picked on my chat with Donnie's disposals to be the biggest improver this year. The team we play in round one, you know, the Swans could be anything. The power look really have looked really good in the preseason. And it's just, I'm only saying it because the draw is really difficult. I think we'll be, we might be, and this is going to feed in, I have our, Ladder position is 14th, but we're not going to be the 14th best team, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's why that's the issue with the 10 game competition, by the way, AFL. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be very, very uh, interesting to see, I guess, in terms of our win loss record at the end of the season. I'm hoping that when we're sitting at five and five, Liam, and we're looking at our ladder position, and I think we make the eight. I think we, uh, we sneak into the eighth in eighth place. Hopefully, I'll be able to sit back with a nice little Cheshire grin smile on my face, Liam, going, how good is this? But I guess with three and seven record, your ladder position is probably going to be slightly lower than mine. Yeah, as I said, I think we'll finish 14th, which, and yeah, what, be not the 14th best team, but finish 14th, get some elite draft picks. Laura Stone, come on down. Ah, very, very nice. I see what you did there, Liam. That looks all right. Now, Liam, in terms of players to watch, who are your three players that you're looking forward to seeing? Uh, Matea Breed, she's been really impressive in the preseason. I don't know when she'll debut. It could be second half of the season. It could be in the first couple of weeks. She's been really lively up forward, really athletic, can pinch it in the ruck even if need be, despite not being that tall. So really impressive from her. She'll she'll add a pretty unique element to the forward line. Like there's no, We don't really have anyone who plays like her in terms of that athleticism. Uh, Mackenzie Eadley, who... I think will be top five in the rising star this year with that cannon for a right leg, six foot tall key defender, getting a full season in finally, hopefully. Uh, just She's just a super footballer. 
both coming out of the back line and as a defender. And then hopefully now slightly less burdened by having to do the job solo, Lucy Wales. Like she'll hopefully get a bit more time to rest forward. I think she'll only develop further, especially if she's had some time to work on forward craft. And, you know, if she's playing 75 to 80% of the game in the ruck as opposed to 95% of the game in the ruck with a full preseason, Lucy Wales is only going one way and it's not down. Yeah, we can't wait to see Pendles out there this season. My three players to watch, Liam. Uh, one is going to be the one that I said most improved, so Tam Smith. We're looking forward to seeing what Smithy's able to uh, to bring to the team this season. Last season, as I said, we know she was a tackling machine for the VFLW team. She played as that small half-forward, small-forward role. And really looking forward to seeing uh, what Smithy can do. Second player I'm looking forward to watching is Emily Everest. So Sherpa came in last season as a, an 18-year-old. I think she did an absolutely tremendous job playing as that key defender. We know she has an incredible tank and spent some time for the VFLW team up on a wing. So I'm really looking forward to seeing where we see Sherpa playing this season. And I reckon some stages throughout games, we'll uh, we'll see her moving a bit further up the field, which would be great. And then the uh, the third one I've put in here, Liam, is one who is like an absolute uh, little pit bull, and that's Laura Elliott. I love her toughness at the contest. I love the way she goes about it. I love the way that she doesn't take any stick from any of the uh, the opposition players that we come up against. And I think every team needs a bit of bit of mongrel in them. And uh, I love the way that Laura Elliott goes about it in terms of, as I said, not taking a backward step. And really looking forward to see her continuing to develop and seeing that toughness and courageousness on the park each and every week. Yeah, she's as tough as they come. Undersized key back who doesn't let that get in her way. Plays above her height. I think she's going to be playing on smalls a bit more this year as well, which is something I really want to see. I, I think they're three really good picks. Tam Smith's been fun to watch in the preseason. Again, still tackling anything that moves. Sherpa just does what Sherpa does. Good old-fashioned stopper who can get up the ground as well. And Billy is, well, as you've just said, I, I have nothing to add because you summed up Billy perfectly. Now, we've had a couple of questions from some loyal listeners, Liam. So, Braden has asked, what should Hawks fans be most excited about this season? The progression of our youngsters and seeing them, seeing how much they've improved off a full preseason and being able to watch and learn from the likes of Emily Bates and Greta Bodie. How about you? Uh, making the finals. Yeah. Making the okay. finals. That's what Hawthorne fans should be most excited about this season, Liam, because... I say this and I'm not not trying to be silly. We have the best young talent and I, I stand by that. And when you add in someone of the class of Emily Bates and you add in your Greta Bodies, you sit there and go, they're not going to move to a Hawthorne AFLW team unless they honestly think that we're going to be able to contend shortly. And I think yeah. if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me as a supporter because... Yeah, we're talking the best of the best in terms of the AFLW. Absolutely. Uh, and we've had two related questions come from a loyal listener who's all the way in Ohio, United States. Massive shout out to you, Duck Soup. Um, where are our goals going to come from? And who might surprise us in terms of kicking, of hitting the scoreboard? Yeah, I reckon Anya McDonough. I have Anya as our leading goal scorer. So I just think her progression, uh, we saw what she was able to do last season where she started taking some big hangers in terms of marks. We know she's got great aerobic capacity. And I think with another preseason under a belt, and you've got to remember she missed most of the last preseason with a, a knee injury. I think with another preseason under her belt, 
and more knowledge and nous of Australian rules footy and, and the way that uh, AFL is played. I, I think we'll see goals coming from from Anya. Uh, and then I guess the surprise in terms of goal kicking, going to be Tam Smith. Tam Smith didn't play much time as a forward last season. We know that she's going to spend a bit of time there. And, I mean, we could all say Greta Bodie, but that wouldn't be a surprise, Liam, because we know Greta Bodie will score goals. We could say Talia Fellows. But, once again, we know that uh, Big Boy will kick goals, same as Lockie. So, my surprise will be Tam Smith. Yeah, good. Tam Smith's a great pick. Probably where I was going to go as well in terms of a surprise. I might not have... The other one I might say is this should be probably a real surprise. I think Lucy Wales, if she gets enough time forward... And, yes, Liam mentions Lucy Wales. $1.01, everybody. Um... <laughs> But um, if she plays forward a bit more, she could have a real presence as well because she'd be resting deep and with the rotation cap. Now, don't be that might have an impact. Like, and longer quarters in a rotation cap, she might be a she might go forward and sneak a few. Um, in terms of where they're going to come from, I do think McDonough, Bodie, Fellows. You know, the three Fs of Fellows, fast, funny, and fun. To quote um, Duck Soup again, actually, who's a big fan of Talia Fellows. But she's you know, the the forward line's going to be really interesting to watch. It's probably the line. I have the most questions about it at the moment. I know how our back line looks. I know how the midfield looks roughly. The forward line, it's probably the one I've got the most questions about, but it's also a reason I'm really going to be gravitated towards watching the forward line a lot this year. You know, there's speed everywhere with Bodie and Fellows. Sophie Locke is ruthlessly efficient. Tamara Smith is going to be there tackling anything that moves when she's in the forward line. And we've got the key pillars of McDonough who can roam around the ground. Bridie Hipwell, who's got, you know, vice-like hands. And then a Tam Luke or a Lucy Wales resting down there as well. It's it's going to be a really interesting dynamic to watch. And I really can't wait. And I do think we'll be hitting the scoreboard a bit more. We're going to be quite spread out because I think Greta Bodie will lead our goal kicking, but she'll probably also lead by double anyone else for score involvements because she's just such a presence around that half forward line, especially she's always just buzzing around making a nuisance of herself. And we saw when she played us, you know, she kicked one goal but set up about four others just by being an absolute pest around half forward. Yeah. Really looking forward to seeing Thursday night when the uh, the team list is read out, Liam, to see which of the players are going to be out there for Hawthorne's AFLW team this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be... A, I can't wait. Thursday night team's great, especially if you're like me and have set up an AFLW fantasy team for the first time. Uh, it's going to be really fun this season, and I'm getting impatient. I don't know about you, Timmy, but... Yeah, no, looking forward to seeing when the girls get out there on Saturday night against the uh, against the old enemy. Now, Liam, in terms of soaring to new heights, you can jump onto our socials, whether it's at Twitter or Instagram at HFC Soar or on Facebook, jump onto soaring to new heights. And obviously, as we know, there is Jasmine Fleming number of days uh, until the season begins, and we certainly cannot wait here at soaring to new heights. Uh, we can guarantee that by the end of December, you'll be quite sick of us because... In terms of this, we're going to have so much content for our Hawthorne AFLW team. If you haven't signed up for a membership, please make sure you do. Jump behind, jump on board, get behind the uh, the team. As we know, they're going to be soaring two new heights this season. As we said, Liam, they'll make the finals as well. Uh, and make sure you stay tuned because if you want to talk anything in terms of women's footy in the brown and gold, soaring to new heights, we are your one-stop shop for that. Yeah, we apply, you and I also just quickly apply our trade over at Talking Hawks as well. Plenty of content coming there. Men, women, you name it, it's there for the whole club. Um, they also sponsor Jazz Fleming. So great day to be doing a podcast about the AFLW when you're mentioning Jazz Fleming because she's a gun. 
Uh, it'll be probably Matea Breed days by the time this drops out. Drops to you tomorrow, like tomorrow, I think, most likely. But we haven't worked that out yet. Um, but no, go check out Talking Milks as well, guys. They're good friends of ours. And we obviously play our trade there as well. We can't wait for the AFLW. We will do it. We love watching that comp. It's a comp that we need to grow. And we're here on a mission to do it. Absolutely. Because here at Soaring to New Heights, we are fully invested in the Hawthorne AFLW team. And as we said, if you haven't already signed up for your membership, make sure that you do so because we know that this team is going places and it's certainly an incredible journey to be on. Get on board. The future is gold. Absolutely. This brings us to the end of this episode of Soaring to New Heights. And until next time, go the Hawks. Okay.